ശ്രവണം മനനം നിധിധ്യാസനം ലിസൺ റിഫ്ലക്ട് ആൻഡ് അബ്സോർബ് ഡിയർ ലിസ്ണേഴ്സ് സൈറാം ആൻഡ് വെൽക്കം ടു അ റേഡിയോ സീരീസ് ഇൻ വിച്ച് അഡ്വാൻറ്റേജ് കോഴ്സ് ബൈ ഭഗവാൻ ഈസ് പ്ലേഡ് ഇൻ സ്മോൾ പാർട്സ് ആൻഡ് ഫോളോയിങ് ഈച്ച് പാർട്ട് എ ഷോർട്ട് ഡിസ്കഷൻ ഈസ് അണ്ടർടേക്കൺ ടു റിഫ്ലക്ട് ഓൺ ദ മെസ്സേജ് This is a part of Radio Sai's Thursday Life hosted by Sai Prakash and Prem every Thursday at 7:30 p.m. only on Asia Stream of Radio Sai Global Harmony. Today's episode that was first broadcast live on 18th April 2013 Dr. Sanjay Mahalingam an alumnus of Bhagwan's University participated as a guest. The discourses undertaken for study in this program are from the series of discourses delivered as part of the summer course in Indian culture and spirituality 1990 Today the clips played are from the inaugural discourse delivered by Bhagwan on the morning of 20th May 1990 I should make it very clear that we are not here to simplify Bhagwan's message for we strongly believe that Swami has given us the highest of spiritual insights in the simplest of forms. Now even in Vedanta the three steps of learning is defined as shravanam listening mananam that is reflection and nididhyasanam assimilation. Swami at once compared these stages to the stages in having a meal. The cooking process is the step of shravanam. Serving is mananam and eating and digesting is nididhyasanam. Swami has prepared the most delicious and nourishing meal we could ask for. What we will be trying to do here is serve that food with a prayer that the digestion or nididhyasanam happens by his grace. So I offer my humble pranams at Bhagwan's lotus feet and pray to Swami to guide us and to speak through us. and i also welcome on behalf of all our listeners brother sai prakash and brother sanjay sairam sanjay sairam sai prakash sairam prem thank you prem i thought i would just uh, like to introduce uh, the format which we have planned for this program yeah we thought let us take a segment of swami's discourse listen completely to it we are fortunate that we have a print out of swami's discourse and uh, we can run through the points as we hear swami's discourse and make some notes and uh, we would really like to partly summarize those points as well as discuss on some of those points we might suddenly remember some of the aspects where swami has given a different kind of interpretation to that particular theme and it would be very nice to discuss that and understand it better one thing what we should really aim for is participation from our listeners as well absolutely i mean if we are playing a segment of the discourse for about 20 minutes and if uh, people are listening to it all over the world i suppose then they could as well take notes and then we should try to improve this program in a way in which people can write to us points which struck to them when they heard this portion of the discourse hopefully we will do all that in the coming episodes but this being the first episode let us really get on to it and listen and enjoy swami's discourse that is shravanam and then ponder upon it and then discuss mananam and internalize it 
and practice it that is nididhyasana right before we come to the discourse we have taken uh, maybe we should talk about that setting of swami giving a discourse mm. unfortunately we are on the radio and we are only going to listen to swami's voice true but that scene of swami rising to give a discourse that whole uh, series of events which used to happen when swami used to rise i think that itself was so poignant and it set the tone for what was coming true sanjay i think it would be wonderful if you could give us a description of what that scene used to be like <laughs> uh, thank you prem just to paraphrase prakash we will first listen to swami's discourse and share our reflections so the elderly devotee the scholarly elderly devotee has just finished his 15 minute speech he has taken swami's pranams and taken his seat there is an air of expectation amongst the thousands gathered in the kulvant hall and swami's translator with great humility bows down before bhagwan and whispers something in swami's ears and we all know what it is because he is requesting for swami's divine discourse swami gives a mischievous smile and then calls for his microphone and swami slowly gets up and he is greeted with rapturous applause and grateful adulation from the thousands thronging the jam packed kulvant hall swami stands up and gives his most memorable nectarine beatific smile which all of us are familiar with and then he just looks deeply into everybody present there and then there is a small pause and that pause was so mysterious why did swami pause because as sanjay described there was an applause he used to wait for that applause to die down and then he would give us that pause what was he doing when that silence prevailed i would think he is just waiting for our thoughts and our emotions to settle down and get us ready to receive this nectar of divine message absolutely i think because whenever we go to swami whenever we are about to receive anything from swami there is so much of expectation there are so many thoughts running in our mind will swami answer these thoughts will swami address these issues i think swami was letting these thoughts which were clouding our mind to settle down you know precisely for that reason swami would sometimes refer to his discourse as sambhashanam sambhashanam is actually a dialogue and then swami is actually in dialogue with the devotees and he has mentioned it more than once that my discourses are my interview to each and every one of you i'm glad you say that sambhashanam and swami also used to say that the bond between swami and his devotees is the bond of the heart true. and the heart starts when the mind is still true so that's <laughs> why swami probably gives us a few seconds for the mind to still and the heart to open up so that our hearts can resonate at the same frequency as swami's heart and the transmission of his divine message can take place at all dimensions not just the verbal dimension but also at all other dimensions possible and this is indeed important because swami had once mentioned to a devotee explaining this topic we have chosen shravanam mananam nididhyasam swami said shravanam mm-hmm. then mananam Okay. Shravanam and Mananam should not be mixed together, mm. which means even as you listen, do not think. 
because that is something which we always do even when we talk to anybody we are already processing what we listen correct but swami was telling shravanam mm-hmm. mananam is after you listen you know i just can't help but think just trying to recollect that beautiful scene as sanjay described it a thought just comes to me i mean in a way it's not a direct way of telling it but there is a lot of humility and there's a lot of respect that swami gives to the sabha that sabha maryada that swami would often say i mean how many people actually stand and give discourse the whole idea that swami stood up and till the time his physical frame allowed him to stand until he really became very tired towards the end when even then swami would insist and stand and then give the discourse that is something which everybody has to learn yeah such a beautiful lesson in exactly. respect and humility from the great master himself absolutely True. because swami respected that seen much more than even any of us seated there we were the ones who were seated to receive correct but swami actually set as you said sabha mariyada swami said this is a you know a gathering of spiritual aspirants very true you know that was the respect swami gave to the gathering and i think that's why as you said most people who speak who give upanyasam tend to sit down and speak but swami always stood up and spoke and uh, i can't help but recollect a beautiful poem which kasturi writes about the discourse i think nobody can describe swami's anything better than kasturi and the same can be said about the way he has described swami's discourses too it's a long poem i have with great difficulty selected a few lines from that poem so i'll quickly go through that it's a beautiful description in poetry have you heard our baba speak at public meetings anywhere he never calls it speech nor will you name it so he is the rain cloud bringing life to the parched ones here below he talks he talks to you and you and every single you that has gathered there to every single arjuna with heavy heart and empty hand afraid to fight the battle of life on to victory you feel he has come for you to you his talk is a cascade so limpid and pure teaching never preaching unraveling all knots stilling the questionings as they emerge in the mind defining refining consoling the pining resplendent poetry spontaneous sublime painting pictures of transcendent truth parable proverb scintillating bright tinkling twinkling tintinnabulating lilt every word a mantra every phrase a sutra a gayatri a sentence upanishad a speech for he is no well or tank or river he is the ocean of wisdom divine his talk you will find is cooling not freezing warming not burning raining not flooding healing the ailing and hearts bewailing soothing not searing no toxin but tonic balming and calming all fact and no fiction as you hear him talking you quietly resolve to take a step forward on the pilgrim road unfold your wings and soar into the sky You feel you're a lion cheated into bleating, a diamond set in dirty lead. He reminds us all of the road we have missed. He describes the joy of the journey's end. He opens our eyes. He strengthens our limbs. He heartens the struggling, groping his way, awakening the sleeping, making the sitting stand, the standing to walk, the walking to reach. Be proud you had the chance. From this moment, I know you are bound to be an ascending, 
attempting adventurous soul. Arjuna resuming arms for the fray with Krishna leading the horses aright. How lucky you heard him talk. Hmm. Beautiful. Thanks, Prem. Really beautiful. And uh, it was a poem which he had the opportunity to recite in front of Swami way back in 1958. Oh. <laughs> so more than half a century ago. True. So, Saiprakash, would you like to tell us the series which we have decided to start with? Yeah. Every discourse of Swami, as we know, is so wonderful and is pregnant with meaning. But we just thought for sake of a beginning, we would start with the 1990 summer course series of discourses. I think in all there are about 16 discourses. And um, very beautifully, Swami builds the theme because it's a series of discourses and Swami builds the theme from discourse to discourse. I mean, where he ends the first discourse, he picks it up from there and continues in the second discourse. And I've heard many people say that this set of discourses have been their guidepost for Balvikas and for youth wing. And Swami has very beautifully explained the true nature, our true nature, who we are. He says how we are not the body, how we are not the mind, we are not the senses, we are not the intellect. And then how we are one with the Atma. So gradually over the 16 discourses, Swami brings out this beautiful theme. I'm really excited to get on with it. So if you're ready, what we've done here is I've taken the first discourse and I've cut them into parts of 10 minutes each. I think that would give us enough time to listen to it as we had discussed Shravanam and No Mananam. And let us see how much of absorption uh, we are able to come up with even as we listen to these discourses. And once again, I'm very grateful to Swami that through this program, we are able to do this exercise. And let us begin with the first part of that first discourse. And uh, this was delivered, as you said, Summer Course 1990. It started on the 20th of May. Correct. So this is the inaugural discourse, which was given in the morning of 20th of May. Yes. So let us begin with the first part of that discourse. Satyam Gunam Dundi Sarvam Bhusrushtinche Satyam Gunam Dundi Satyam Gunam Dundi Sarvam Bhusrushtinche Satyam Gunam Dundi Sarvasrushtinche Satya Mahimaleni Talamedi Kanugona Satya Mahimaleni Talamedi Kanugona Sudha Satya Madie Sudarandi Sudha Satya Madie Sudarandi Sudha Sattva Madhye Sudha Sattva Madhye Sudharandi Premasvarupalaina Vidyarthulara Vidyabhodakulara Vidyabhumanulara 
embodiments of divine law students teachers and patrons of education pudamene avatarinchina prati manavunaku satyame pratyaksha daivam for every man born on earth truth is the very direct god ee charachara prapancham antayi kudanu satyam nundi aavirbhavinchi satyamunande jeevinchi satyamunande deenamagutunnadi the entire creation moving and unmoving world has emerged from truth lives in truth and finally merges in truth satyam gnanam anantam brahma brahma satyami anantamainadi satyamu ee brahmaku aatma ani peru nityamainatundi brahmaku satya ani pilustu vacharu vedantulu truth is brahma truth is permanent vedantins called truth as brahma itself kanuka patti manavudu kudanu gauravinchavalsinatundi satyamunu maatrame therefore every man has to revere truth bharatiyulu satyavratulu dharma parayadalu bharatiyas are followers of truth and dharma nyayame bharatiyulu yokka aatapattu justice is the very basis on which bharatiya culture is built prati manavudu kuda satya dharmamulaku varasule every human being is inheritor of truth and righteousness sahrudayulu shantikamulaina yuvati yuvakulu satyanveshanakai satyacharanakai tagina krushi cheyali young students both boys and girls should undertake search for truth lokahitame bharatiya yokka abhimatamu the attachment of bharatiyas is the welfare of the world adiye yuvakulu yokka vratamu that must be the award duty of the youth adiye mana matamu and that must be our religion kanuka itti pavitramaina satyamunu samskrutini ee naadu vismarinchatam chetane jati samakhyata desha samakhyatanu manu sadhinchalekapothunnam we have not been able to achieve unity of the community and the nation because we have given up the truth and true culture satyamu dharmamu deniki ni longadu truth and righteousness do not bend before anything bujabalamu buddhibalamu adhikarabalamu aayudhabalamu kuvanu satya dharmamuke longavalasinde kaani satya dharmamu deniki ni longunavi kaavu all types of power physical authority money and every other power has to bend itself before truth and righteousness they do not bend before anything else vijayam ellappudu satya dharmamulne varistu untadi victory always follows truth and righteousness manava jeevitamulo pradhanamuga undavalsinatundi manavatva the most important thing which humanity should have is that human nature itself enni vidyalu nerchina entati adhikaramulo nerina మానవతను కూడా మనం మరవకూడదు వాట్ ఎవర్ ఎడ్యుకేషన్ అండ్ లెర్నింగ్ వీ అక్వైర్ వాట్ ఎవర్ పవర్ వీ అక్వైర్ అథారిటీ వీ అక్వైర్ వీ షుడ్ నాట్ ఫర్గెట్ హ్యూమన్ క్వాలిటీ భారతీయ సంస్కృతి అనుపమానమైనది 
అత్యద్భుతమైనటువంటి ఇండియన్ కల్చర్ ఈజ్ అన్పారల్ అండ్ వెరీ యునిక్ అతి దివ్యమైన భవ్యమైన భారతీయ సంస్కృతిని ఈనాడు విద్యార్థులు విస్మరించి స్టూడెంట్స్ ఆఫ్ టుడే హ్యావ్ గివెన్ అప్ సచ్ గ్రేట్ మ్యాగ్నిఫిషెంట్ కల్చర్ ఈ ఆధునిక యుగమునందు ఈ ఆధునిక సంస్కృతికి కేవలం ఆలవాలమై తమ యొక్క దివ్యత్వాన్ని తాము విస్మరిస్తూ వస్తున్నారు దే హ్యావ్ బికమ్ విక్టిమ్స్ ఆఫ్ మోడర్న్ హ్యాబిట్స్ అండ్ ట్రెడిషన్స్ అండ్ గివెన్ అప్ దేర్ ఓన్ రియల్ నేచర్ ఈనాడు అతి వేగముగా అభివృద్ధిగాంచుతున్నటువంటి సాంకేతిక విజ్ఞాన శాస్త్రము పారిశ్రామికము అనేటువంటి పెనుగాలి సమాజమునందు అనేక రకములైనటువంటి మార్పులను భావిస్తూ వచ్చు దిర్మిండ్ ఆఫ్ ఎక్స్ట్రాడినరీ టెక్నికల్ ప్రోగ్రెస్ అండ్ ఇండస్ట్రియల్ ప్రోగ్రెస్ ఈస్ క్రియేటింగ్ ట్రెమెండస్ ప్రాబ్లమ్స్ టు ది సొసైటీ ఇది మానవ సమాజంలో మానవునికి ఉండవలసినటువంటి నైతిక విలువను నిలువున కూలదోసినది దిస్ హ్యావ్ డెస్ట్రాయిడ్ the human values which man should have nijamuga vaigyanamu laukikanga bhautikanga abhruddhi ganchipa jesnadi satyame it is true to say that science and technology have brought about certain physical comforts and improvements kani paralaukikamu but what about spirituality nishvarthamu selflessness divyatvamu divinity atmatvatvanni the principle of our pramadamule lekunda chestu ochindi they have destroyed all these things totally idi kevalamu oka vidhamaina manavatvanne kooladostu ochindi the humanity itself is ruined kanukane ee naati yuvati yuvakulu tama yokka tattvanni tama yokka divyatvanni taamu gurtinchalekapothunnaru that is the reason why today's youth both boys and girls have not been able to recognize their own real nature their own real truth swarthamu saprayojaname vaar jeevita lakshyanga bhavistu vastunnaru they are considering as their very life goal selfishness and self interest deeniki teginettuga aadambaralu vaachalatvamu ahankaramu ichchati paisaatika pravruttulu pranayatandam saluttu vastundadi samajamunnadu added to this excessive talk ostentation all these things are doing depth dance on the society aadhyatmika gurupeetamani peru ganchinatundi bharatadesham nundu ee naadu anyaya akrama anachara asatyamana nekunti penubhutamulu swechcha viharam salputu unnavi bharat which is considered as the spiritual master of the world has become victim of demonic feelings and trends aadhyika samskrutiki banisalai kevalamu pavitramainatundi bharatiya samskrutini ye maatram kodunu chintinchaka సత్యధర్మములను పాటించక తమ యొక్క లౌకికమైనటువంటి జీవితం లక్ష్యం అందించుకుని ప్రవర్తిస్తున్నారు స్టూడెంట్స్ హ్యావింగ్ బికమ్ విక్టిమ్స్ ఆఫ్ ది మోడర్న్ కల్చర్ అండ్ ట్రెడిషన్స్ హ్యావ్ గివెన్ అప్ ది నోబుల్ ఇండియన్ ట్రెడిషన్స్ అండ్ దర్గాటన్ వాట్ ఈస్ ద రోన్ ట్రూ రక్షించవలసినటువంటిది దేశంలో కాదు వాట్ ఈస్ టు బి ప్రొటెక్టెడ్ బై ది స్టూడెంట్స్ టుడే ఈజ్ నాట్ ది నేషన్ సత్య ధర్మములు మాత్రమే రక్షించాలి దే హ్యావ్ టు ప్రొటెక్ట్ అండ్ ఫాస్టర్ సత్య ధర్మములే దేశమును రక్షిస్తాయి అండ్ ట్రూత్ అండ్ రైచియస్నెస్ ఇన్ టర్న్ విల్ గివ్ ప్రొటెక్షన్ టు ద కంట్రీ కేవలం సత్య ధర్మములను విస్మరించి దేశ రక్షణ దేశ రక్షణని దేశమును భక్షిస్తున్నారు ఈనాటి విద్యావంతులు గివింగ్ అప్ ట్రూత్ అండ్ రైచియస్నెస్ ఇన్ ద నేమ్ ఆఫ్ ప్రొటెక్టింగ్ ద కంట్రీ వీఆర్ సింప్లీ డెస్ట్రాయింగ్ అండ్ స్వాలోయింగ్ ద కంట్రీ ఇట్స్ విద్యలు నేర్చినంత మాత్రమే వివేకులు కారు 
by merely book learning people cannot become wise jeevana upadhi nimittamai vidyalanu abhyasisthunnare kaani jeevita paramavadhi anetundi satyanni vismaristunnaru for the sake of eking out a livelihood education is undertaken but the goal of life is given up jeevita paramavadhi ni kuda nu lakshyamanu anchukovali it is necessary to remember the goal of life jeevita paramavadhi goppa chaduvulundi పంట పండని భూమి పది ఎకరములేమైన చాలు మంచి భూమి కొంచెమైన చాలు మంచి భూమి కొంచెమైన చాలు కొంచెమైన చాలు మంచి భూమి గొప్ప విద్యావంతుడు అవుట్ కంటే గుణవంతుడు కావటం అత్యవసరం ఇట్ ఈస్ నెసెసరీ టు డెవలప్ వర్చ్యూస్ అండ్ బికమ్ వర్చ్యూస్ మ్యాన్ రాదర్ దాన్ నియర్లీ హైయర్ ఎడ్యుకేషన్ జై సైరాం as we listen to the discourse and we enter upon the section where we share our reflections the first thought that comes to me is swami talks so many times and stresses on the word truth what truth is swami referring to uh, i feel it's my reflection swami is referring to the truth of our own divine nature true a divine nature that remains ever untouched like the sun untouched by everything without and everything within untouched by our desires our fears our anxieties our thoughts untouched by the past the present the future something just just shines always which our divine true nature i remember one swami told me mm-hmm. people think i'm quoting swami people think when ignorance ends truth starts actually swami said truth is eternal ignorance also is eternal <laughs> and they are like two tracks on the railway track you know Hmm. so one track is truth the other track is ignorance and every instant in our life we make a choice to hop on to either the track of ignorance or the track of truth but they both run parallel and they both are equally eternal so i think truth is trust when we deeply trust in our own divine nature we are following truth and when there is fear that means there is ignorance you know if there is light darkness there has to be a shadow just like that if there is fear there has to be ignorance just one more point once uh, uh, swami told me mm-hmm. um, you know where misery starts mm-hmm. the moment you imagine and swami used the word imagine mm. the moment we imagine that something within us or without us mm-hmm. is bigger than us there mm-hmm. misery starts <laughs> so swami said whenever you have a trouble mm-hmm. take a deep breath mm-hmm. and tell yourself mm. yes it is there mm-hmm. but i am bigger than this yes it is there <laughs> but i am bigger than this hmm. immediately you will see that your trouble starts melting away on its own and you know uh, talking of truth and uh, the real nature of truth i'm reminded of something which uh, once a great thinker once said you know he was a person who who taught advaita himself mm-hmm. and he would always declare before his satsang you know before he starts his pravachan he would say whatever i say here Mm. is not the truth he said these are only pointers to the truth because the day you come face to face with truth you can never deny it <laughs> he said what i speak to you what i tell you mm. 
you can argue about it you can discuss about it but when the truth comes face to face with you you will never be able to deny it or turn away from it so whatever i speak in form of spiritual discourse is only pointers to that truth beautiful just uh, going back to what swami actually spoke what he says is truth is synonymous with eternal brahman hence truth alone has to be revered by everyone now what does truth mean in daily life and that's where swami actually links it to the bharatiyas and to the bharatiya culture and he says that the focus of bharatiya culture was that they should dedicate themselves to universal well being so what he says is our youth should dedicate themselves to universal well being i mean the truth that all are divine the truth that all of us are one and therefore we live for each other that in a way is brought out very beautifully and that's what the bharatiya culture points to and that's how our ancients led their life that is samasta loka sukino bhavantu beautiful and uh, he says it's because we have forgotten such sacred truth as well as our culture and the sanctity thereof that we are unable to achieve communal unity and national integrity i mean that in that one sentence you see all the problems of today yeah mm. <laughs> and uh, as you go more into the this segment of the discourse swami talks about selfishness and self interest and uh, many times when we are seated there in the hall you see swami giving so much of energy to the swarthamu 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 almost like hitting the table and saying swarthamu swarthamu is a, is a core of all problems is a cause for all problems that we are facing today and any problem that we actually face today in practical life you can trace it back to selfishness absolutely yeah and you know even as you say this so beautifully swami is linking that eternal truth to that of uh, you know samaj seva which swami says exactly. the welfare of the society mm-hmm. and that beautiful chinnakatha which swami has narrated so many times mm-hmm. i think that is the essence with which swami wants everybody to take up service when swami says a mendicant he steps into the river to have a bath and he sees a scorpion which has got uh, you know washed in mm-hmm. the stream okay so immediately seeing that scorpion suffer mm-hmm. he goes to pick it up mm-hmm. okay and what does the scorpion do when you pick it up the scorpion stings him okay so that sting is in that impulsive uh, pain he mm. just throws the scorpion back into the water mm. okay and again he sees the scorpion suffer he picks it up mm. then he goes on doing this again and again mm. and there are some uh, youth who stand beside and they say what a fool you're making of yourself why are you picking it up so then he says that when i see that scorpion suffer that way mm. i am pained mm. so i pick it up it stings me mm. and again i feel the pain i throw it back again i see it suffer i still i feel the pain <laughs> so when swami says you go to help somebody mm. it is only to you know assuage that pain which comes in you because you see that person as one with yourself true yeah. just to give another angle of the same story the sage might as well have said i am following my nature 
Absolutely. I am sage. <laughs> I am a sage. My nature is to love all, serve all. Correct. It is a scorpion in the scheme of evolution. Its nature is to sting. See how true it is to its nature. Correct. <laughs> without fail, without care for its own life, it is make sure that it stings. So just as it is true to its nature, I have to be true to my nature. Right, Sanjay. I think many times Swami has told the same story with this lesson, mm-hmm. and I think that is also something which Swami is referring to the clip in which we heard just now. Mm-hmm. Swami is saying the chief requisite of man's life. is to be human very true yeah the, the true nature of the true nature of being human is to be human <laughs> true that's true yeah. when swami talks about truth and righteousness i am tempted to think that truth is i mean truth is truth for all time and there is no change in truth but righteousness comes in where action comes in mm-hmm. and then uh, it is what is your dedication and your you know commitment to truth that is reflected in righteousness and that is where the dharma comes in that is where your commitment and your actions to society towards your family everything comes in there so basically these two are like the two strands of dna truth and righteousness <laughs> intertwined yeah. one might paraphrase truth mm-hmm. in action is righteousness no. very good that's that's beautiful truth the probably the fragrance of truth is peace <laughs> correct <laughs> the sweetness of truth is love wow. we can go on <laughs> <laughs> and the other thing which ami is mentioning especially in this clip is you know the emphasizing that how science and technology has led mm-hmm. man astray correct and you know if we were to look at it a little keenly when i've heard so many times how he is emphasizing that technology is technology and mm-hmm. uh, science and technology is taken man away mm-hmm. you know what i'm thinking is what has science and technology done to our lives mm-hmm. you know it has made us do better mm-hmm. things which we are already doing correct so if you put it in the situation of searching for the truth mm-hmm. if we are doing the wrong things mm-hmm. in searching for the truth <laughs> i think technology and science has made us do those things better enhances <laughs> that <laughs> so i think that is where when we are already going astray maybe these as you know a kind of An amplification amplified <laughs> the mistake which we are already doing and also if you think of it um, the quest for truth and the quest for actually knowing who you are was not dependent on anything that has been an eternal quest and from the ancient day you know people have been in quest of their true nature now science and technology has enhanced your physical comforts it has given you a better place to sleep possibly and faster way to travel and you know computers and everything comes in definitely it has helped you but it's all in the realm of the physical i mean it doesn't go deeper for you to go deeper you really don't need anything else except yourself exactly that's the whole beauty of it you don't need anything <laughs> else except ourselves that's right. and just to you know paraphrase again prakash yeah. uh, all this technology gives us comfort yes but uh, it can't give us joy <laughs> okay it can give us beautiful houses but it cannot give us homes you mm-hmm. know it can connect us to all but it can't teach us to whom to connect <laughs> how much to connect and when sure. to connect and when to disconnect correct no denying technology has amazing things i mean this show wouldn't be possible without ultra modern technology but at the same time something to ponder upon mm-hmm. we this present cohort of human species on the planet mm-hmm. this is the most stressed hmm. the most medicated <laughs> and the most addicted cohort ever to have walked the planet correct so but so for technology and advancement you know <laughs> so we are honestly not against technology as you said this show couldn't have been possible otherwise but the thing is what has to be used for a particular purpose has to be used only for that purpose and when it you know outstays 
its relevance in our life mm. i think that's where the danger comes mm. you know slipper is meant for the purpose it was created the problem is the over dependence on technology as you said peace does not depend on what you possess where swami is mentioning about ostentation mm-hmm. we have been forced to believe that you can be happy only when you have a car of this size correct you have been forced to believe you can be happy only when you have a branded uh, watch or something like that not just a car of a particular size but a car of a size is bigger than the neighbors <laughs> that is the real problem <laughs> see it all comes back to the pursuit of happiness in a sense you are giving your happiness to that car i mean that car is able to control your level of happiness <laughs> if you had that car if you had a bigger car than you are having if you are more happy that car is controlling your happiness yeah. you are not controlling yourself and as swami says happiness is union with god can there be a definition which is simpler simpler yes so when technology just to sum it up probably yeah technology is wonderful no doubt about that when it enhances our life mm-hmm. which it does in many ways but when this technology becomes a distraction Correct. it becomes a kind of an escape mechanism when we are just trying to escape from ourselves Correct. and the fundamental purpose of our life which is self attention and self exploration mm-hmm. then i believe technology becomes uh, technology true and uh, bringing the attention to another point which ami is making here very beautifully ami saying today students are obsessed in their pursuit of protecting the nation correct what the students have to protect today is not the nation mm. they have to safeguard truth and righteousness beautiful because ami says dharmo rakshati rakshita and yes. if we were to foster righteousness mm. i think that will protect the country correct and unbelievable that swami gave this discourse in 1990 and how relevant it is today, <laughs> today. right now you know yeah. we just join a news <laughs> channel we see how relevant these words become today true and uh, going further in this clip swami very beautifully differentiates between education and for, wisdom and wisdom knowledge and character there is a very subtle difference he says they are considering education as a means of livelihood rather than the art of living so swami has always said that education is for life not for a mere living and then he says the supreme goal of life should be always kept in view then he goes on to say what is the difference between a person endowed with a lot of knowledge as you would say bookish knowledge versus a person who is good i mean greatness versus goodness that comes in as swami concludes that clip and he says a small piece of fertile land is more valuable than a large tract of barren land so also character is much more valuable and essential than scholarship yeah i mean uh, when we were discussing earlier we read the first few pages of prema vahini true and um, very beautifully there also swami says knowledge is something that you have created based on your perception of earth and of nature like every act every deed becomes a habit every habit turns into a part of your character and then based on that you perceive how the world is around you and in a sense it is limited and distorted to your perception and you fall in love with your own perception but character on the other hand goodness on the other hand is eternal because swami says it is based on the eternal atma and that can never change over the yugas or over the decades mm. one might say knowledge is of things correct and uh, wisdom is uh, 
realization of one's own self true knowledge is acquired from without okay. and wisdom springs from within mm-hmm. and in the same vein one might say an ounce of wisdom is far far more precious than tons and tons of knowledge very true and the beautiful thing a difference i can think of wisdom and knowledge is going without and going within because i, I remember once uh, narsimulti sir mentioned in one of the talks swami once gave a discourse on philosophy okay okay and swami went on to quote a number of western philosophers who you will you know here being mentioned if you study philosophy okay. most of them even uh, the general public had not heard of mm-hmm. and swami was quoting from their works mm-hmm. so it, it seems uh, the person who was there i think either dr bhagwantam or gokak they went and asked swami swami when did you get the time to read all this <laughs> okay and swami said all this knowledge is there in the head and swami said not only my head mm. everybody's head mm. but when you search outside mm. what you can gather is only how much you can gather in that time but if you look within mm. all wisdom that you need all knowledge which you need mm. even related to physical matter is all in your head that's beautiful and just in continuing the same line how to look within uh, swami has said to me and to many others instead of going on reading 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 and collecting books and collecting knowledge and information mm-hmm. choose two three or four teachings of bhagwan which you can keep in your mind and in your heart all the time mm. and make it the single most important rhythm of your life walk by it act by it talk by it live by it sleep mm-hmm. by it get up by it make it your constant companion so select some teachings and go deep into it bore into it you know instead of uh, digging 5 feet pits all over the place <laughs> if we dig it one place we might actually find water very true you know so uh, go vertical <laughs> instead of horizontal don't spread your wings horizontally but dig deep go deep yeah and even as you say this uh, and it's most apt to say this on this program there's one thing which swami tells about uh, listening to swami's discourses you know mm-hmm. <laughs> a beautiful chinnakatha which swami says mm-hmm. and uh, he goes on to say the man sets out on a journey from his house okay twin those days they used to pack their food you know on, in a piece of cloth mm-hmm. so that used to be about half a kg or something so he was carrying it around so after a short distance he found that package of food very burdensome mm-hmm. you know he was carrying it mm-hmm. for so long so swami says that you know he finds a tree which has a good shade sits under it opens this package and eats the food rest for a while the food is digested mm-hmm. then he gets up now the burden is gone mm. and he is also feeling rejuvenated and refreshed okay. and swami says he takes on his journey mm. and swami goes on to say that listening to my discourse is like that mm. if you only listen mm. and if you keep storing it in your head it is like a burden mm. but you digest it make mm. it a part of yourself then you will see a new life comes within you a new fresh energy comes to take on life in, in fact it's it reminds me of what swami has drawn another analogy where he says people are looking at the binding of the book they are looking at the pictures of the book they are looking at how beautifully the book is printed they are looking at uh, how beautifully the finishing is done but they are not bothered about the content of the book so knowing the shastras knowing the upanishads having the knowledge is one aspect but when you put it into practice i think that's what really matters mm. tying all the strings together but listening you know nididhyasanam one might say that finally it all comes down to this to growing our inner silence to first reducing and then completely quieting the noise within the cacophony within if you might say so finally swami says silence is silence so to, if we have to perceive the sai within with mm-hmm. clarity without distortion if we have to perceive our own nature 
అండ్ ప్రాబ్లీ జస్ట్ కమ్స్ డౌన్ టు సాధన టు పెనెన్స్ టు ఇంక్రీజ్ అవర్ ఇన్నర్ సైలెన్స్ సో షెల్ యూ ప్లే అనదర్ క్లిప్ ఇట్స్ అబౌట్ నైన్ మినిట్స్ డూ యూ థింక్ వీ విల్ హ్యావ్ ద టైమ్ ఫర్ దాట్ ఐ థింక్ వీ షుడ్ మేబీ ఈవెన్ ఇఫ్ యూ కీప్ ద డిస్కషన్ ఫర్ ద నెక్స్ట్ టైమ్ we could uh, play the clip yeah we will play that clip 9 minutes we'll see if we can uh, have a quick reflection of maybe 5 minutes or so about okay. what uh, this clip is about okay. the continuing clip of the previous clip we played for you inadu kalimi chelimi balamunu chekuchukunnatuku tagina krishi chestunnare kaani gunamunu poshinchutuku evvaru kuda nu poshi abhiruddhi cheyatam ledhu prayatnam kaavinchatam ledhu today all efforts are directed to acquire wealth to establish relationships rather than to develop qualities and virtues kalimi chelimi balamulu kadilipoye meghamulu wealth relationships and such other things are passing cloud shashitamuga satyamargamlo nirupinchunadi gunamu it is only the virtue which can establish you in permanent truth gunamunandu aadarshavantulu kavali kaani balamunandu kaani dhanamunandu kaani aadarshavantulu kaaralu we should become examples and ideals in terms of virtue and not in terms of wealth and prosperity loka hitachulu seyo bilashulu ainatunti peddale ee aadhunika samskrutiki taamu lobadi prachina samskrutini vismaristhu vastunnaru elders in the society who should set an example themselves have given up the great indian culture and are following the western modern culture ఆవు పంటలో పడి మేస్తుంటే దూడ గట్టుపైన ఉంటుందా ఇది అసాధ్యం ఇఫ్ ది కౌ ఇట్ సెల్ఫ్ గోస్ ఆన్ గ్రేజింగ్ ద ఫీల్డ్ విల్ ది కాఫ్ ల్యాక్ బిహైండ్ పెద్దలే ఈ పెడమార్గం పట్టినప్పుడు ఇంకా యువతీ యువకులు చెప్పనక్కర్లేదు ఇఫ్ ది ఎల్డర్ జెమ్జల్స్ గో ద రాంగ్ వే కెన్ యూ ఎక్స్పెక్ట్ ది యంగ్స్టర్స్ టు గో ఆన్ ద రైట్ వే నాయకులు తల్లిదండ్రులు అధ్యాపకులు సరైనటువంటి యొక్క ఆదర్శాన్ని నిరూపించటం లేదు leaders parents and teachers have not been able to hold a good example for the children mana purvikulu naitiki vilavalo koppu prakyati ganchadaniki kaaranam emiti vaari dharmika vrutti what is the reason for attaining the highest heights of reputation by our ancestors that is because of following the path of dharma righteousness chaturveda purusharthamulanu chakkaga vishesinchi aacharinchi aanandinchi ఆ ఆనందమును పది మందికి పంచుతూ వచ్చారు పూర్వీకులు దే హ్ ఫర్మలీ బిలీవ్ ద ఫోర్ గోల్స్ ఆఫ్ హ్యూమన్ లైఫ్ ప్రాక్టీస్ దెమ్ డిస్ట్రిబ్యూటెడ్ ది ఫ్రూట్స్ ఆఫ్ దెర్ ఓన్ అచీవ్మెంట్ అండ్ అకాంప్లిష్మెంట్ అమంగ్ టెన్ అదర్స్ కానీ ఈనాటి యువతి యువకులు ఎందు తలా తోకా లేనటువంటి ఒక ధర్మాన్ని అనుసరిస్తూ వస్తున్నారు టుడేస్ యూత్ ఆర్ ఫాలోయింగ్ ధర్మ విచ్ హెస్ నైదర్ ది హెడ్ నార్ టెయిల్ ధర్మ అర్థ కామ మోక్షం ఇది చతుర్విధ పురుషార్థములు ద ఫోర్ గోల్స్ ఆఫ్ లైఫ్ ఆర్ ధర్మ అర్థ కామ అండ్ మోక్ష ధర్మం అనేటువంటి పాదమును మోక్షం అనే శిరస్సును విశ్వసించక కేవలం అర్థ కామను మాత్రమే పట్టుకుని వారు జీవిస్తున్నారు దే హ్యావ్ గివన్ అప్ రైచియస్నెస్ విచ్ మే బి కంపేర్ టు ఫీక్ అండ్ మోక్ష లిబరేషన్ విచ్ మే బి కంపేర్ టు ద హెడ్ అండ్ దే ఆర్ కాన్సన్ట్రేటింగ్ ఓన్లీ అండ్ అర్థ అండ్ కామ సమాజమునందు దేశమునందు అశాంతి కేవలము అభద్రత పెరిగిపోతూ వచ్చింది ల్యాక్ ఆఫ్ ప్రొటెక్షన్ అండ్ పీస్ 
are growing in the society because of this attitude shanti bhadratanu kolpodaniki mula karanamu satya dharmamunu vismarinchatame the root cause for all these problems of modern society and strife are giving up manavanu aavirbhavinchavasinchi satya dharmamune what has to emerge in man is truth and righteousness vidyarthulara dear students mana prachina samskriti mana vismarincharadu we should never give up our ancient culture adiye bharatiyani yokka pranamu that is the very life breath of bharatiya prachina kalam nundi deshamune kaaka aneka deshamulu kudunu aadarshanni andinchinatundi sutramulu bharatiya yokka ratnamulu the principles or gems of bharatiya which have offered themselves as examples not merely for our country for the entire world kevalamu anukarana anetundi oka balahinatharu balahinatharu ee yokka aadhunika yugamunandu abhruthiga avinchatam chetane దేశము ఇలాంటి పరిస్థితికి దిగజారిపోతూ వచ్చింది ద కంట్రీ హ్యావ్ డిజనరేటెడ్ ఇట్ సెల్ఫ్ టు దిస్ స్టేట్ బికాస్ వీ హ్యావ్ డెవలప్డ్ అండ్ బిలీవ్డ్ ఇన్ ఇమిటేషన్ విచ్ ఇస్ రాదర్ డేంజరస్ ఇమిటేషన్ ఇస్ హ్యూమన్ క్రియేషన్ ఇస్ డివైన్ మన యొక్క దివ్యత్వమును మనము ఆవిర్భవింప చేసుకోవడానికి విద్యార్థులు తగిన కృషి చేయటమే ఇది సరైనటువంటి విద్య ట్రూ ఎడ్యుకేషన్ లైస్ ఇన్ స్టూడెంట్స్ హెల్పింగ్ themselves to manifest divinity which is latent in them gadachina 50 samvatsamulaku puramu 50 years ago yuvati yuvakulu desha abhimanam kaligi samskruti abhimanam cheta vaari yokka jeevitha jaadalnu sariyanikki margamulo anusaristhu vacharu boys and girls were following and having patriotism and love of their own culture therefore they were always on the right path anaata Yeah this was uh, I think portion of the clip which we really wanted to play right and um, here swami starts out saying that yes truth and righteousness are important and unless the elders and teachers and parents follow them how are they going to inspire the youth and this is something which swami is very often reiterated even when you used to speak to students you say that adarsha purushulu kavali we Correct. want people of ideals people who can stand as examples for the generations to come yatha ajata tha praja right as is the water in the tank so is it in the tap and also if you look at swami's life itself my life is my message and everything that swami says everything that he tells others to do he has lived by it all through his life as we listen to this uh, segment mm-hmm. the feeling that comes to me is the summum bonum of all problems in the society and inside the heart of man has its root in how distant we have become from our inner truth obvious corollary is the solution has to be we have to turn towards the truth you know when we face the sun the shadow falls behind correct but when we look away from the sun the shadow falls in front of <laughs> us so i think the solution to all of man's problems and also the problems of society the nation the the world is basically each individual going within looking for the truth within and facing the truth the sun of truth that shines in our hearts very true but you know just pondering on the four purusharthas because swami mentioned that yes what you say is true that the cause of all problems is the lack of awareness of our true nature but in daily life everybody has to act and everybody has to be a part of a family a society and then there are things you have to pursue you have to achieve and so that's why the ancients divided into dharma artha kama moksha mm-hmm. 
and uh, as swami says dharma and moksha are forgotten and dharma are, is like the feet and yeah. moksha is like the head exactly and uh, everybody is going behind only artha and kama hmm. the other interesting thing which i found in this clip you know because swami is going back and referring again and again that we are forgetting the indian culture we are forgetting the essence of indian culture and swami hmm. makes a statement mm-hmm. that all these truth and righteousness and dharma artha kama moksha and the principles they lived by hmm. are the gems of the hmm. indian culture correct hmm. and if you actually look at uh, ancient culture hmm. in a period where it was called the golden period india actually excelled in everything yes. be it music be it art you know it was a very very uh, wealthy country correct okay and if swami says that the people of this land hmm. after seeing all that flourish hmm. gave us these principles hmm. told us dharma artha kama moksha is important correct then you should understand that all that is false mm. this is a tried and tested and they have given us that this is the ultimate yeah it just seems to me just as the indian culture of yore excelled in arts music and all other form of artistic refinements they also tremendously excelled in fact they made it the sole preoccupation of their life is to search for the truth within So what it seems today is as we have lost the inner focus we have also lost the outer excellence <laughs> so obviously to get the outer excellence we have to go back to our roots and you know we have to go within and some very beautifully saying that you know the pursuit of the modern day is like pursuit of dharma without the head or a tail <laughs> correct correct so he very clearly says people are hankering only after artha and kama resulting in disorder and insecurity in the society and nation in general the root cause for loss of peace and security is the neglect of truth and righteousness which are highly indispensable for man so he comes back to truth and righteousness truth and righteousness are the ultimate two that we should never forget but in daily life it's translated as dharma artha kama moksha as four purusharthas and these four should be pointed towards truth and righteousness i think that's what it conveys as you said sanjay we had a discussion before it is quite baffling that swami is giving so much importance to that bharatiya culture you know we go by what swami is saying hmm. swami is saying bharatiya culture is great but i think somewhere we are not seeing that entirety why it is so great we are not able to appreciate that completely hmm. why swami felt and i remember you know discourses in uh, in the trai session when swami used to talk about indian culture I have seen a scene where Swami was thumping his chest and saying, "We are Indians. We are Bharatiyas. We are Bharatiyas." Correct. And it was such a you know invigorating uh, experience for us because here is God who is who is so proud in saying that I belong to this land. And there is something great in this uh, whole thing, and that is why Swami said this is somehow goes in Indian culture and spirituality, mm-hmm. and uh, all because Swami says that Bharatiya, the one who is attached to God. Yes, and that is he is a Bharatiya. It's not that you belong to this land in you, though wherever you are, whatever is your pursuit, your focus is on God. Mm. Like somebody, God, God within, God within. And somebody said, you know, the significance of a Nandi mm-hmm. in a temple. Mm-hmm. They said, never you will see the Nandi in the temple of Shiva. Mm. The Nandi will be always in the compound outside. Correct. But its gaze will always be fixed on the deity inside. Mm. So Swami said, be in the world. Mm. but let your vision always be on god god very beautiful mm. in fact the culture of the society at that time which focused on character rather than knowledge yes i mean that that distinction swami has made the society as a whole at that time focused on character and it focused on 
that culture was to focus on character mm-hmm. and swami says character can be refined like he gives the example of ratnakara becoming sage valmiki and then angulimala refinement mm-hmm. the process of refinement mm-hmm. i think that's what we's going to follow in the next half of the discourse and um, let's wait and see how how swami puts it because every time we listen to swami it's a new experience and um, it's like this the truth always is the more and more you see and you evolve you start getting a new meaning you start enjoying it more and start imbibing it in a different way i think with this we should end this we profusely thank swami for giving us this opportunity to reflect on these beautiful words of his we do hope to continue this in the weeks to come the next week we will be continuing with the same discourse uh, we are not calling out excerpts from the discourse we are trying to play the entire discourse but in parts so hopefully we will have the following uh, week we'll have little more of swami's discourse today we had a bit of introduction which we had to get done with hopefully we will have more of swami's discourse and we will reflect upon it and on behalf of prakash and on behalf of sanjay i offer my most humble pranams at bhagwan's lotus feet and thank you for your company and happy listening sairam you just heard an episode of our radio series shravanam mananam nidhidhyasanam that is listen reflect and absorb this is a segment that is hosted live on thursdays at 7:30 pm by radio sai's sai prakash and prem only on asia stream of radio sai global harmony today's episode was first broadcast live on 18th april 2013 and here prem and sai prakash were joined by dr sanjay mahalingam an alumnus of bhagwan's university the discourses undertaken for study in this program are from the series of discourses delivered by bhagwan as part of the summer course in indian culture and spirituality 1990 today the clips played were from the inaugural discourse delivered on the morning of 20th may 1990 to listen to the next part of this program tune in same day same time next week please do write to us and let us know what you think about this program by writing to listener@radiosai.org thank you and sai ram from prashant nilayam